Sound like y'all started out wanting to have church. Oh, All right. Hallelujah. Thank God for everyone. You can sit down this morning. Because uh, I might take a minute to get cranked up here. Huh? Is that all right? Thanking and praising God for, first of all, the Lord being the head of my life. Yes, yes. Watching over this old boy every day. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Keeping me with a portion of my health and strength. Yes. Taking nothing for granted that he wakes me up every morning. And for all of that, I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. That my soul cries out, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Thanking God for keeping my son and my pastor. And I know he's going to bring him out with a mighty stretched out hand. Glory! And in his absence, I want to make sure I do good. All right now. I want to make sure I do the right thing. Yeah. In the sight of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. I was not like whatever, but I was shaving this old bald head this morning. Standing in the mirror, I said. It's got to be all or none. All right now. So since it couldn't be all, I got my raisin. I made it to be none. Uh-huh. And this is what God is asking you this morning. It's got to be all or none. All right. All right now. Come on, somebody. Come on, Elder. So you got to make it up in your mind whether you want all of God or none of God. Yes. So then I ask myself, Lord, am I sure that the message is going to be the right message? Yes, yes. Conducive to your service. All right now. So as I begin to thumb through the newspaper, I found out that I was on the right track. All right now. All right. And before I get into the message, there is a few things that I need you to be aware of that I saw uh-huh. in the news break. My, my, Amen. My, amen. Come on, come there on. There were 54 deaths in the obituary this morning. My Lord. Just across the state. There were 500 beds that was added to the Arkansas Corrective Facilities. Crime is on the rise. South Korea was having floods and mudslides, 26 dead and 10 still missing. Japan is preparing for release of nuclear wastewater into the Pacific Ocean. They are constructing giant blue pipes to bring in seawater to dilute the nuclear waste 
and then sent it back out to the sea. U.S. passed a milestone today. They had 28 mass killings within six months. Breaking 2022 record. Bushfires threatening California homes. And it is, it is said that it is the record-breaking hottest weather of the year out there. No relief in Germany from wildfires and heat waves warning uh, was issued out for that it was uh, record-breaking heat and it was nearly happening in half the country. Russia is stepping up its fight against Ukraine, throwing everything that they can at the troops. And if that wasn't enough, Israel is protesting against the plans of the prime minister to overhaul the judicial system. And I guess he was such upset about it that they hospitalized him and they said that to be because he was dehydrated. All of this was on the same day. So you know what it's saying? More is happening around the world than the sports in the news. Now I can get to what God will allow me to preach on this morning. Romans chapter 13. Woo! My, 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 my. Come on now. And the verse is 11. Yes. Through 14. Is that all right? Amen. And the Bible says, and that knowing, knowing the, the time, time that, that now, now it is high time to, to wake, wake out of sleep. Go ahead, sister. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering or wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Ecclesiastes 3. Verses 1 through 3. Amen. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. My God, he is bowed all over the house. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank and praise you for your word. 
because God your word is true and oh God in the name of Jesus we pray that you bless our ears to hear your word on this morning we pray God in the name of Jesus for a breakthrough oh God by the power of the Holy Ghost let it let your word lodge in our hearts God that we sin not against thee O Lord send thy anointing in the house God because we need you this morning bless us God and we shall be blessed bless the ears of the hearers oh God in the name of Jesus strengthen us Lord and I will walk with you by the power of the Holy Ghost Lord in Jesus name and let the whole church say amen amen hallelujah subject for this morning wake up the clock is ticking Wake up, the clock is ticking. A lot of times, you set your alarm clock to go off at a certain time. When that alarm clock goes off, it don't matter whether you get up or not, it keeps on ticking. You can hit the snooze button, but it don't stop the time. The time keeps right on rolling. Amen. Saints, we done lost a lot of time that God has afforded us with. And guess what? That clock never stopped running. It kept right on ticking. Didn't make no difference how far behind you got. Didn't make no difference how late it seemed that you got. God didn't stop the clock because we got lazy. God didn't stop the clock because we didn't want to go. God didn't stop the clock because you didn't want to do. The time kept on kicking. In this passage of scripture, sleep means we are being insensitive to the demand of Christ on our Christian life. It seems like we are on is not alert of the times that we live in. We are not placing value on God's word as he has said about the times. Just like those news scriptures that I the news breaks that I was reading to you about. We act like the time is just going on and nothing is happening. But I'm here to tell you that it's a lot going on, and it's just not in America, but it's around the world. I read a little bit of strip on the Facebook, and I don't know if I got the full meaning of what they was trying to say. But what I heard and what they written might not have been the same thing they were saying. But they said that Paul wasn't talking to the United States. He got to write a whole new letter. Well, I'm here to tell you what's been said has been said. Because God said what I said to one, I said to all. So whatever went on for Israel guess what it went on for the United States too so if you're looking for a new word from God it ain't coming now you gonna have to go by the print word that God done already sent Jesus said in the book of Matthew you shall hear wars and rumors of wars 
see that you be not troubled. For these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. But guess what? They gonna come to pass. They gonna happen just like the word said. There will be wars and there will be rumors of wars. So guess what? These things are gonna come to pass because God said they was. Peace is being taken from the earth and constant wars that has continued to mark the age of the Gentile nation. Mark the age of the coming closing of this Gentile world. You better get ready before time run out. He said, for nations shall rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdom, and there shall be famine and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these things are the beginning of sorrow. So guess what? That means they're going to happen. That means that they're going to come to pass. That means that food ain't going to be like it used to be. Because of the famine that's in the land. And I don't know whether you know it or not. Heat will bring about famine. Floods will bring about famine. You got to know what God is telling you. The elements of this world is going to cause a change. And you got to be prepared for the change. The word of God is unfolding right before our eyes and we have no urgency to get close to God as we possibly can saints of God it is time to get as close to God as you possibly can I want to be close enough to feel him breathing on me I want to be close enough to hear him if he whisper that I can hear what he has to say you got to get close enough to God so that you can be protected by the elements of this world my situation is coming up on this world I heard the first lady said last week the blood still work you got to be under the blood the condition of this world record breaking heat waves you experiencing right here in your day Flash flooding everywhere. All you got to do is look in the news. If you look on the East Coast, flash flood warnings were so bad that it was bringing up the, the, the concrete. It was bringing up the asphalt. It was causing mass floods everywhere. People didn't have no furniture because it was soaked with seawater. And you think that things is going to change because we sit on the do nothing and do nothing. But you got to be ready for God when he show up because he told you in his word these are the beginning of sorrows. The condition of the earth is speaking to us straight from glory. Oh my God, what did you say? The climate control of this world is obeying the voice of God. Everything is obeying the voice of God except man. Lord have mercy. When God said it was going to rain, oh God, in the old world for 40 days and 40 nights, guess what? The elements of the world kept God's word down to the last day. Oh God, and catastrophe filled the whole earth that there was none alive but eight. 
God don't care how many save, just long as somebody want to be saved. Now, the devil is taking another step in killing you, inspiring men of science to grow food in laboratories, inspiring men to experiment and research and manufacturing drugs or chemicals designed to kill you, designed to bring diseases to your body. And Lord have mercy, we act like we got it made. We act like we don't need to be up under the blood. We act like we're getting farther away from God instead of drawing closer to him. Every day we live, salvation is growing closer. Oh my God, what did you say? It's coming closer and the time of completion, the finished time of this course is drawing now. The gospel is being preached to all nations. And Jesus said, and then the end will come. This is no time for us to get slack in our walk with God. The true gospel must be preached. I don't care what nobody say. The gospel got to be preached. I don't care about what inspiration somebody give you. The gospel still got to be preached. God said it's going to be preached to every nation. Oh my God. It must be preached. And you need to get some Holy Ghost energy. And walk upright before your God. Stop thinking that you all right and you got it made. You know what they call that? Stinky thinking. Stop assuming upon the mercies of God and live your life in Christ before it's too late. Am I in the right house? Because guess what? You got to live by the gospel faith coming by the word and you got to live by the word of God come on somebody if you gonna have faith you got to hear the word of God faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God and how can they hear without a preacher and how can he preach unless in God sent him so guess what you got to stop going by everything all these cliches that you read and you better get back to the butt naked truth of God's word now is our salvation nearer than we believe Look at the life when you started out on this journey. How long it's been. How much progress have you made in this journey? When you started out with God, do you see any improvement? Do you see where you're doing the will of God? Or have you been backsliding, backstepping, doing everything except what God would have you to do? But I need you to know, man don't have to see what you're doing because God has already saw it. 
So my question is, are you ready for his coming? Because you got to be ready for his coming. Don't let your flesh get you out of whack that you won't be ready for his coming. Your flesh is designed to make you miss the mark. Your flesh is designed to make you miss salvation. Your flesh is designed for your soul to be damned. So you need to start killing your flesh. Shut up! Have I become or grown up to what God expects out of my life? That's the question that you must answer. Have I grown to the point that God is getting what he expects out of my life? Wow. Have I prepared myself for the unknown hour? There is an unknown hour uh, that we must be prepared for. Because uh, man don't know the day uh, nor the hour that the Son of Man is coming. Uh, so you got to be prepared uh, for that unknown hour uh, that it don't catch you by surprise. Christ is coming. He's coming to deliver us uh, from this sinful world, uh, but you get more attached to the world than you are getting attached to Christ. Uh, that is something that the devil has designed uh, to keep you out of glory. Uh, as long as you get attached to the world, uh, you are detached from God. And why we are near the end Nearly every day, it seems like the church has come more attached to the world come on, come on, come on. than we are the coming of Christ. Yes, yes. What do you mean? Because we're still worried about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, yes. and what we're going to wear. Oh, These things are what the world worries about. But God said that he knows the need of every saint of the most high God. And he will supply your every need. So why are you so worried about keeping up with the Joneses? The Joneses got their day. And I don't know whether you want the same day that God got planned for the Joneses. But if you keep filing close to them, you're going to get the same thing that the Joneses get. Because I heard the word say that the blind leaves the blind and they both falls in the ditch. The devil is rocking us to sleep concerning the ways of God. And we are making excuses and allowances for the way that we are walking. But I need you to know when we get before God, ain't no excuse gonna be good enough. No allowances will be made. Cause when we get before God, it's judgment time. We are making excuses 
for an unholy living trying to serve a holy God. Using the words, that's non-righteous, no, not one. God know what the word say, but guess what? But the scripture would meant he's showing you that you need a savior because you ain't right. He's showing you that you need him to save you because you ain't right. You forgot the scripture was pointing towards the only one that is righteous, and that's Jesus Christ. No, there's nobody else right but the righteous Lord. No, there's none got it together but the righteous God that you serve, the one that is King of kings and Lord of lords. So if we can follow close to him, we can walk in his righteousness because our righteousness is as filled the rags. So we got to get close enough that we can walk in his righteousness. Come on, somebody. Am I in the right house or do I need to go preach somewhere else? The devil is sending out an illusion. Thinking things are going to get better. That is the saying of the world. Things are going to get better. Open up your eyes because things are getting worse. Come on, somebody. That's a false impression that has caused the church to let down his gods and continue on with their party life and loose living. That things are going to get better. I got news for you. That's a trick of the devil. You ain't going to make America right. You ain't going to make America great. You ain't going to make no nation great. Only time things going to get better is when Jesus Christ come back. Ain't the time that things going to get better to God be the one to make it better. Ain't no president in the White House. Ain't no prime minister nowhere else. Ain't no nation in Russia going to make things better. Everything is pointed toward getting worse worse until God turn come back. I need you to know I don't care who's in office they can't change the word of God. The word of God gonna do what the word of God say. This old age that you're living in is fastly coming to an end. Have you noticed church ain't church no more? Have you noticed Saints don't have an urgency to get to the house of God no more. Have you noticed, my God, at church time, we drag into service. I need me a microphone. We drag into service. We be lagging behind. Service. But oh my God, I got another humans. Oh Lord, have mercy, but when it's time to go home, when it's time for doxology to have been said, we rush up out of here like a storm. We drag in, but we run out. 
my God, my God. You ought to be running to God, but you be running back out where you came from. Like God, word is not important. Like God's service is not important. But Lord, have mercy. You better start breaking and running to the house of God because one day you ain't going to be able to get here. One day it ain't going to be no use for you coming through the door. Why did you say that? Because the church is going to be gone. You're going to be going to a social club. You're going to be going to an organization. Because the church of the living God would be the God out of this world. Keep on dragging your feet to the house of God. Let me ask you this question. What if God drug his feet when you needed his services? What if God drug his feet when you needed his help? What if he took his time and said, my back is hurting? What if he took his time and said, I got to take a nap when it's time for you to get your help? When you got an urgency for God to get some help? But if you don't need no help, you ain't got no urgency to get to the house of God. You ought to be wanting to get to the house of God if there's no more than to give him praise, to give him glory, to magnify his name. Lift your mind and my voice up to the Lord and tell God, I appreciate you, Lord. I'm here, God, because I appreciate you. I'm here, God, because you done done so much for me. Hallelujah. Now you done got complacent. Huh? You done got so, huh? you think you done got all you need. Huh? So you'll take God when you want to huh? and leave him when you don't. Huh? But I got news for you. Huh? You need him every minute of the day. Huh? You need him everywhere you go. Huh? You need him when you lay down. Huh? You need him when you get up. You looking for the blessings of God in a cold, hard service. Lord, have mercy. We looking for God to bless us, and we can't even get pumped up for him. Come on, somebody. Your faith ought to be able to pump you up. Oh, look out here. I'm looking for God to do something in the service. You're supposed to come to the house of God with an expectation for God to do something in the service. But you drag in and you run out. My God, my God. You ain't got no expectation for God to do something in your life because you think you got it all right. God got some news for you. I'm like David. David said, I was glad when they said, let me go to the house of the Lord. Oh, my God. Whenever you going to get glad to get to the house of God? When are you going to get glad to come into the presence of the living God? When are you going to get glad to have an expectation for God to do something for you? There was a time saints couldn't wait to get to the house of God to give God praise and worship. They be rushing to get there. I'm not talking off the top of my head. I'm talking about things that I witnessed. 
they was in a rush to get to the house of God. They came in the house giving God praise and worship. They joined in with what was already going on. If they was praising God when they came through the door, they started praising God going to their seat. They was in tune to what God was trying to do on that day. Lord have mercy. And now we are here just for the show. Now we are just here to see what the saints do. Now we just want to see what everybody else doing. Instead of joining in with the praise and the worship until our God. You need to praise and worship God so that those weights can be lifted off of your shoulders. Come on, somebody. From what you've been going through all week long. I don't know about you, but I need God. I come to the house to get me a shot in the arm. I come to the house to give me some strength because yesterday's strength is gone. I can't go on what happened yesterday when God want to do a new thing. We trying to live off of old stuff and God trying to bring us to some new life. If don't nobody else Worship and praise God. Mercy minister, you ought to be on fire. God done done too much for you. Not for you to be on fire. God done showed up in your life. He threw too many times for you to sit down on your praise. I shouldn't have to pop and prime you to worship God. Because if I got to pop and prime you, God throw that away. He don't want nothing now that you don't want to give it. Don't make no difference how foolish it might seem to somebody else. You just make sure that it's pleasing unto God. That's the one you got to please. You got to please the true and living God. You need to come into the house to get you a dose of anointing so that you can have an anointed praise. So you can get some of those spiritual calluses off of your Holy Ghost. Some of you got too many spiritual calluses on your Holy Ghost that you can't move because your calluses is hurting you. You got these old rough spots that you don't allow to build up on the spirit of the living God. And now you sitting there instead of praising God, you are there picking at your souls. Those calluses didn't come from God. It came from that other spirit that you was listening to. It was that other spirit that invited you to his party of laziness and do nothing. 
it was that spirit that invited you here don't take all that it was that spirit that invited you to say that you ain't gotta listen to that preacher it was that spirit that invited you and to the point that you got calluses on your holy ghost My God, my God. Come on with this thing, God. Lord, the Bible tells us uh, to enter into his gates uh, with thanksgiving uh, and into his courts with praise. Uh, be thankful unto him uh, and bless his holy name. Uh, and you act like you ain't got nothing to be thankful for. Uh, you can't come to the house of God uh, and with the expectation of giving God praise. Uh, with the expectation of worshiping God. Uh, if you don't worship God, uh, who will you worship? You gonna worship somebody? My God, my God. You better worship where your benefits come from, James. You gotta worship who brought you here. You gotta worship who brought you out. You gotta worship who brought you out your mess. You gotta worship who healed your body when you were sick. But you got a problem from coming into the gates. With thanksgiving and pray. Huh? The mind, they got a problem of worshiping God. They got a problem with waving their hand. You know what done happened? Your pride done got in the way. You done got stuck on you. And somebody need to get you unstuck. But I'm here to tell you the word of God. Say repent. Hallelujah. That when the time of refreshment shall come from the presence of the Lord, you got to get stuck out of the mud. You spinning your wheels and going nowhere. One thing I found out, LT, if you can't do nothing else, if you can't even read a scripture, if you don't even can remember a Bible verse, there's one thing you ought to be able to do is come into the presence of God with thanksgiving and praise. Worship God. You know what? I'm looking for the day, and I know that day gonna come that the Holy Ghost gonna hit this man. He ain't gonna sit still like he been sitting. But there's one thing that I love about him. He still know how to He'll come if he don't do nothing else. He'll come when won't none of y'all come. He'll come and I love him for coming. But one day, God gonna grab a hold of Waddell and it's gonna be a day that y'all all gonna remember. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. If I'm in the right house, praise the Lord, somebody. But you know what I found now? And it's true. You can't praise God unless you got the platform. You can't praise God unless you are the center of attraction. But I need to warn you, 
that God said he wasn't going to give his glory to another. You going to worship God from your heart or you can keep that mask because it ain't going nowhere. Fold it back up. Stick it in your pocket. Put it in your billfold. Because God don't want it unless it come from your heart. God don't want it if he got to sit and listen that you exalt yourself. church house mouse huh? until it's time for you uh, to get up with your praise huh? and then all of a sudden you can got anointed huh? all of a sudden that you got a fire of praise huh? but when everybody else was praising God huh? you were just like a knot on a log huh? sitting like nothing huh? sitting like ain't no movement in you at all huh? you know what I found out huh? When you run up on them kind of folks, all you got to do is see what chill they got out of last week. And when they come back the next week, they better fit in the same spot that they was in last week. Fit in the same imprint that they left from the week before. Because they didn't have no praise. They didn't have no movement for God. They didn't worship God. So guess what? They are not on the log. We're in a time where we got to praise, pray and praise our way through this troublesome time. You don't think it's important for you to praise God. You don't think it's important for you to pray. But I got news for you. If heaven don't get no news, how is you going to get your help? If heaven don't get your praise, how God going to know you calling on him? Don't you put no confidence in your bank account. Don't put no confidence in your job. Don't put no confidence in your ability to take care of yourself. Because guess what? You are one step away from falling in a ditch. You are one step away from being bankrupt. You are one step away from God putting a hole in your pocket that everything you put in it will fall out the bottom. Come on, somebody. Things change through prayer and praise and worship service. You get your breakthrough in your praise and worship of the true and living God. But you think you are on your way to heaven. You think that you already got your ticket punched. It may be punched, but you better find out who is your carrier. It may be punched, but you better find out what train you riding on. Your ticket may be punched, but which direction is it headed? There's one train going up, and there's another train going down. You better find out who done punched your ticket. Come 
on, somebody. I waited on y'all today. Y'all gonna wait on me today. Huh? Come on, somebody. You think you're going one way, and God said you're heading south. Huh? Come on, somebody. I want to stop right here. They said, brothers, I thank y'all for coming out yesterday, for supporting the women in their affair. I want to thank all the women that showed up and did all that they could do. But guess what? That ain't enough. You ought to tell God, Lord, let this be a start on my new journey with you. Let this be a start, God, on me coming together, God. Let this be a start, God, that you do a new thing. Let this be a start, God, that you think of me when you're passing out your blessing. Let this be a start, God, that I can look to the hills from which coming my help. Because all of my help come from the Lord who made heaven and earth. God, let this be a start that you put some fire under me. Let the fire burn, God, so I can move. Let it burn, God, so the Holy Ghost can know which direction I need to be moving. Oh, God, so I can be in the vein of God. Let it be a start, God. Oh, Lord. But you know what? The problem is... We concentrate too much on what's in the past. And the God that we serve is a present and a future God. So you need to tell God, I need you in my present life. Move me toward the future of my life. Cause some things to happen. Give me a hope and an expectation. You ain't dead yet. So stop dying. Start living by the Holy Ghost. You ain't dead yet. So tell God, cause me to live. Oh God, and do the work in the kingdom. Cause me to live and not die. And declare the works of the Lord. Man. But you thinking you on your way to heaven with your lukewarm service to God. Huh? Your service ain't on fire. Come on, somebody. You worried about whether you were gonna sweat out your clean clothes. You worried about oh whether or not you're gonna get any wrinkles in your you better sweat them rags. Oh, hallelujah. That God can give you a new garment. You better sweat them rags so that you can get the garment of praise. That you can get the garment of worship. You ought to tell God, God, whatever I got on, you can use it to your benefit. Whatever I got on, God, oh God, just use it. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Don't let it hinder my praise, God. Don't let it hinder my worship, God. God, help me, God, that I give you the praise that you so much deserve. I hope you are not so delusional that you think you got it all together. Come on, somebody. Because you don't. 
You ain't got it all together. That's why you need Jesus. You need Jesus in the morning. You need Jesus at noonday. You need Jesus all day long. Because Jesus said in his word that he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Your end ain't came yet, so you need to be acting crazy for God. Your end ain't came yet. If they say you acting a fool, you need to tell them you ain't seen nothing yet. Just follow me where I'm going. Follow me down to the Jordan. Follow me down to the house of God. You ain't seen nothing yet. I am a fool for God in the kingdom. Oh, I just got something. Oh, my Lord, LP, if you were a good fool for the world, you ought to be a good one for God. Don't get a world more than you giving God. Month. And I know we were some good fools. We were some good fools out in the world. Wasn't nothing we wouldn't try. And ain't nothing we wouldn't do. Now you get to the house of God. And now you particular about what you give God. Now you particular about how you praise God. Now you done got so sadity like you ain't never been out in the world with your ghetto self. God said, I gave you a new life with your ghetto acting self. Now all of a sudden, you are particular. If you forgot where you came from, God do remember. If you forgot what you was doing, God will remember what blood hole he got you out of. Hallelujah. As Pastor said last week, with your cute self. Y'all didn't remember that part of his message, did you?
that God is not getting the glory out of your life. Come on, somebody. You forget how to please God. You forgot how to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. You better let it be reasonable. You know when it's not reasonable is when you want to be caught between two worlds. Then that's what makes it not reasonable. Because now you don't know what side of the road you want to be on. I want to be over here today. I want to be over here tomorrow. But guess what? God wants you to get on one side of the road and stay. You either get out or get in. That's what God is telling the church now. Get in and stay in because guess what? A storm is coming. You so weighed down with other people and family problems huh, that you can't run for your own life. Huh. You so weighed down to the point, huh, oh my God, huh, if you move, huh, you think you done broke a bone something. Huh. You can't get your shout on. Huh. You, if God said jump, huh, you ought to be asking God how high. Huh. You ought to be ready to jump when God said jump. Huh. You jump when the world said jump. Huh. The world told you to jump huh, and it'll almost jump to the end of your life. You almost jumped to your death when the world told you to jump. Now God trying to tell you to jump to live and you can't even get your feet up off the carpet. Now you're trying to portray that God wants you to do too much. You ain't did enough. Come on somebody. God said it was your reasonable service. You went back to being conformed to the world instead of being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You don't want to renew your mind. You want your mind to stay between floors. It's bad to get trapped between floors and your elevator don't move. Come on, somebody. You don't know whether you want to go up or you don't know whether you want to go down. You know why? Because you have lost your sense of direction. So you don't know which way God is going. So guess what? You grab hope to the first thing that comes. So the devil throw you a rope and you grab hope to it and think it's God trying to pull you out when the devil is trying to pull you down because you won't listen to the word of God you won't let the word of God be true in your life but I'm here to tell you if you don't live by the word of God you won't live at all come on somebody our life is full of pleasure when it should be filled with praises and prayer we have gone back to enjoying the dark side of life and walking in darkness and really don't even know it because we are so hooked up and tied up in what pleasures that we can have. Oh, I don't want you to know that the devil is throwing tricks out there. The devil's got bright lights shining to trick you out of the house of God. The devil is showing you things that are pretty so that you can walk out on God. And then you go out there talking about, I'm finna live my life. Go on and live your life and you're going to live it to the end. But because if it's not wrapped up and tied up in God, guess what? You're going to fall by the wayside. 
things are determined to draw you from God. Things are determined to get your eyes off of God. So go ahead on, Mr. Big Stuff. Go ahead on, Miss Big Stuff. Do you? I'm going to stay in my lane. And my lane is over here with God. I done crossed my lane too many times. So I done made it up in my mind. Lamont, I'm going to stay in my lane. Because there's safety in my lane. There God is in my lane. There's God helping me to walk through this life. Oh God, if I stay in my lane. Oh, you cross laners. Oh, y'all that can't see the yellow line. All of y'all that can't see the white line and riding over in somebody else's lane. You better get back where God wants you to be. For you have a head-on crash with the devil. Am I on straight street? If I ain't let me know, I'll see can I change lanes for you. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm reminded that the scripture said uh -huh. there is a season for everything under the heavens. There's a time and there is a place. There's a time to get. There's a time to lose. Some of you don't want to lose the stuff that God has called for you to lose. There's a time to get high. You need to get on board with God. There's a time to kill. And there's a time to live. Surely there's a time to die. And if you didn't know it one day, you will experience that. So the best thing you can do is work while you're in your season. If God has got you in your season working, you better tell God to work on me. Work on me, God. Take me back down to the Potter's house. Put me back on the wheel, Antina. It ain't bad to go back down to the Potter's house if you want to live. Tell God to mow me, Lord. Shake me, God. Knock some of them burrows off of me, God, and those calluses that I have built up. Take me down to the Potter's house, God, because God said, Can I not do with you, with the nation of Israel, what the Potter has done with the clay? If you didn't get the message, you is some clay. You are a stick of mud that God has formed. You are a stick of mud that God put his breath in. You are a stick of mud that God said live. So don't you forget from the ground you came and the ground you shall go back to. Amen. God didn't warn you in his word when he decided to leave. Good God of man. When Jesus decided to leave, when Jesus decided to cut through the sky, as he was talking to the twelve, when he got ready to leave, they wanted to know, when are you going to restore the nation of Israel? He said, it ain't for you to know the season or the time. 
that the Father has in his own. So what you need to do is do the will of God. What you need to do is go preach to all nations. Oh my God. The word of God has got to circle the globe. The word of God got to get through every crack and crevice that where man is found on the face of the earth. And guess what? When it gets there, truth has got to be known. Don't sit up under the word of God and don't want truth. You're doing more damage to your own soul. Don't sit up under the word of God and don't want to obey the scriptures. Because